The NFL playoff picture is locked in, and my go-to place for wild card round action, you already know what it is, DraftKings Sportsbook, unofficial sports betting partner of the NFL, to kick off the road to Super Bowl 57. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly, plus all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat bet each day of the wild card round this weekend. That's all new and existing customers. Okay, so that's any day uh, of the wild card round this weekend. And that's three days, by the way, because there's going to be a game Monday, Jan 16. You know, of course, Sunday, Jan 15, there'll be three games. And Saturday, January 14th. Don't know why I'm going backwards, but that's what it said. Two games. So uh, you can do the no sweat bet each day of that. Uh, just place any NFL bet of your choice, and if it loses, you'll get a free bet back up to $10. That's actually so good. Uh, why bet NFL playoffs anywhere else? I mean, it's a legitimate question. Why bet the NFL wild card round or the rest of the playoffs anywhere else? Uh, also, another legitimate question that I get all the time is, Drew, how do I uh, choose my porn name? You know, I want to get into the industry, as they call it. I want to be a, a regular coxman, um, but I just don't have a good name figured out, and that's the only thing stopping me. You know, I get asked this all the time. And I finally have, now have an answer that I can reveal how to choose your uh, porn star name. And that is to do what I'm calling the uh, AFC wildcard gambit. So basically what you got to do is you got to do a parlay on DraftKings Sportsbook for all three AFC wildcard games that are coming up this weekend. And you take the first three initials of each city that you're going to bet on, the, you know, the team. Uh, for example, if I wanted to bet uh, Baltimore Ravens, I would be ball. I would start BAL. I don't want to do that though. You know, I think the Bengals will win. I don't think Lamar Jackson's gonna be back. If he does, he might not be a hundred percent. If we jump over to the Miami at Buffalo game, another divisional matchup. I also don't think that two is gonna play it. But if he does, you know, for the Dolphins, he'll be limited. Buffalo is just a better team, anyways. I think Cincinnati is as well. I want both those lines. You know, I want. As of right now, Bengals, uh, six and a half points they're giving. I'll take that. I'm going to parlay that with Buffalo, ten and a half points. We go up to the L.A. Jacksonville game. Now, and that's a close game. This is going to be a good one. This is Saturday. Uh, Jags are getting one point. You know what? I'm going to take that point for the Jags at home. The, the Chargers have been inconsistent all year. They're bound to lose a, a one and a half, you know, a two point by two or something. So uh, I'm do I'm making that parlay on the DraftKings Sportsbook app here, and I see not only am I going to put in this great parlay, I'm going to get my porn star name, and you can do the same thing. And that porn star name is Buff Jackson. That's right, Buffalo, Jacksonville, Cincinnati. Buff Jackson, that's going to be my uh, male porn star name. You know, I'm not actually planning to get into you know the industry myself, but if you are... Uh, I would say, you know, first do this parlay on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and then, you know, uh, you change your name legally, uh, or at least, you know, 
put put that on the application to become the, the male porn star. Buff Jackson, that's a solid name. And you know, for the ladies, if you're um, gonna get into the industry uh, as a female porn star, probably gonna be easier for you, to be honest, um, just numbers wise. I would actually do the reverse parlay. You know, it might not be successful. I wouldn't want to do this parlay because uh, I don't think it's gonna hit. But who knows? I've been wrong many times. You could you could kind of do the reverse. Take you know the other three AFC teams on the parlay, and your name is Mia Laball. Hey, you could do worse as your porn star name. So that's right. I've told you uh, what to bet. I've at least told you. You know where to bet, of course, DraftKings Sportsbook app. And I've given you some very good advice um, about how to choose your porn star name. So frankly, yeah, you can all stop asking me. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code BKRB. New customers can bet $5 on the NFL and get 200 in free bets instantly. That's only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code BKRB. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Pod Boys Productions. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen and podcast fans. It's 4.55 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Do you know where your balls are? Because we're going to banter about it. All right, Nam, what do you think about that new catchphrase for ball banter episodes here? I mean, I'm glad that you're bringing ball awareness, missing ball awareness to the pod. It's, it's one of the things I I fight for with when it comes to... You're passionate about that. I'm very passionate about it, especially since one is usually lower than the other one. And it's hard for me to reach uh, to get there sometimes because I'm trying to get the college-sized basketball out of the way to get to the standard NBA the pro size, size. But my garage, yeah. yeah the yeah. pro size but in my garage it's just like they're just hanging uh, dangling there from the ceiling with mm-hmm. you know one of those nets and it's hard to flip one of them out you know like back in the day when you go into a toy store you'd have all those balls in a cage and you try to oh like, yeah yeah and you pop uh, them from them the bottom yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and you're like you're always looking for the right size to play with and it's it's a lot of work you know mm-hmm. it's just a lot of work so I'm glad you're bringing awareness to that on the pod. I didn't know we were going there, but I'm happy about it. No, yeah, I think it's good. I mean, because for, for my own part, you know, I have three balls, actually. I I uh, got a, you know, a canister of tennis balls the other day. So there's three in the canister. Um, st- I haven't used them yet, so and the, the top is on. I haven't pulled, you know, tennis balls. They have like a soda can kind of pop top up there. Once you uh, open that, the you get this classic smell but those tennis balls can go bad quickly so you know after a few uses so i gotta keep them protected for now so yeah isn't it bad when like isn't it like the worst when you're you can't get that last ball out and you put it straight to your eye and you're like trying to just mm-hmm. shake it out and it just hits you right in the face then it does come out and you're like whoa not so fast guy and then, but ball right to the yeah. uh right to the ocular region not fun not yeah fun. well well, the last ball that I was uh, thinking of that I've had difficulty finding was uh, I was at, I was, it's these tiny, tiny ones that squeak. Um, they make a little squeaky noise. And uh, I know you can't see uh, uh, Pod, uh, Pod Dog Carl right there. He likes the tiniest of balls because he's a tiny guy. 
right there. Yeah. And I went to Petco today, and I couldn't find his size, so then I just pulled my pants down and started playing with my size. Right. So you couldn't... Wait, now, I I was following the story for a little bit. The end, I think, might have missed something, because I get it, you brought Carl to the pet shop or Petco, whatever, to get uh, some toys, essentially. They didn't have his preferred size. So you started exposing yourself in the Petco. Is that... So I must have missed something between that. Well, I mean, because Carl couldn't find his balls, he got upset, and I got upset, so we both just peed on uh, <laughs> on the whole uh, aisle where the balls are, and then I just continued to massage them to check for my prostate. Yeah, to check my prostate. <laughs> to check for your prostate. You, might, <laughs> you think it might not have been both. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I wasn't sure, because when I looked up how to check a prostate, I had to find out what a prostate was first. Well, I hope you do have one. Panam, it, of course it's your boy, Padre, here. We're, we're ball bantering. Yeah. I mean, how about them Cowboys? We got NFL playoffs coming up just a few days away. Oh, doggy. Oh, doggy. Um, they're, apparently, they're not playing this weekend, Padre, because they aren't in the playoffs of the playoff weekend. They're not allowed to play in the playoff weekend because it's a conspiracy, Padre. That the, all of America hates America's team. All right. Uh-huh. Well, it's annoying that they're, they're America's team. Yeah, they got relegated off of the weekend, the wild card weekend to Monday. Yeah, I How didn't know that, that was possible. Is this the first time this is happening? Maybe they. It might have been a thing last year. I don't recall, but yeah, it's a, uh, it's a uh, old man Brady versus. Uh, hosting Dak and the boys Monday at 5.15 Pacific Standards. You know where your balls are then. Hopefully you will. But put them well, down because you got to be watching this game on your TV. Monday well, night. I mean, I'm just going to say they're going to be deflated. I'm pretty sure they're going to be deflated because that's the only way Tom Brady uh, can play. Uh, so there's going to be a lot of deflated balls. You think he's still def- deflating the balls? Even after that whole scandal from years ago? I mean, as you age, don't your balls deflate anyways, right? Yeah, maybe metaphorically, like, you can't uh, produce as much. Or do they literally deflate? Maybe they do. I haven't got there yet, Padnam. I don't... As it... Well, I mean, everyone should be checking their annual wellness and making sure, you know, getting screened for deflation of balls. Mm. I think this is where Tom Brady has been probably the same age over and over again every year. He's just been playing with deflated balls. So, like, people call him old man, but maybe he's been the old man, like, Benjamin Button style forever. Is that how that movie went? I don't know. I never No, but that. maybe are you saying that he started with the deflation long ago, which happens when you're old, so he's, been, he's already used to playing old, and that's how he can play so long. Yes, conspiracy exactly. theory, and he's all about the secret cabal and eating children, uh, drinking children's blood, and eating uh, and kissing childrens on the face. Yeah, well, if they're relatives of his, at least um, adrenochrome is that a thing he's getting into? Uh, who, who knows? But some sources say. 
we're not that kind of podcast. I'm just saying, like, we're not, we're not, we don't go down that rabbit hole. Yeah, that's, and uh, by the way, we haven't, uh, we haven't had a pod together in a while. It's been like two months since we recorded together. And it's not because we got radicalized by Q or anything like that. that mm-hmm. That's what you're saying, right? But just, just for the listener, yeah, I guess now in hindsight, we should have just been putting out episodes podcasting, but with what happened but you know at the time it seemed like a good idea we were trying to we were in in negotiations all through december trying to get brooklyn rebound network as like the you know with ftx whole whole situation Mm -hmm. the uh, miami the heat uh, arena of course was in a bind there so we threw our hat in the ring you know a month or two ago we were trying to negotiate for brooklyn rebound network arena where your Miami Heat play. And I feel like we got kind of close, but again, things fell through. So unfortunately, we wasted our time. Yeah, that's actually, that's a good thing you brought it up to our listeners because they were very probably concerned on yeah. what we've been up to in our hiatus. And just so you know, listeners and fans, we actually we were so close. The only reason they didn't pick us is because we had an extra letter in our name. It was BKRB. Uh, they were looking just for another three-letter, you know, company. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they w- they went with, um, I want to say, uh, they went with, uh, there's a lot of Republicans in Florida, so they they went with um, the KKK arena, uh, so. And we were like, I mean, KKK, why not the BRK, uh, or BKR, rather, B, and just get the extra letter, and like you said, no, they... They wouldn't move. They wouldn't move on that on the fourth letter. So I mean, it's their loss, frankly. Um, you know, we don't want to be associated with them anyway. Oh well, but it's not because we got radicalized. Like I said, that's not why we missed them. No, 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 never, never. And if we got radicalized, we would definitely tell you because we would want to get that good money of like uh, conning people into buying supplements right. and right, and, right. and books and stuff like that. And I mean, we'd want to warn you about what's happening to our children, to the children, if we were, you know. So we're not doing. Yeah. But we know where our balls are too, right? So we've already addressed that. Yeah, it's five oh five p.m. now, Pacific Standard, and I still know where my three tennis balls are. They're still in that container. But in um, what do you think? Do you, are the I mean the Bucks and uh, yeah, because I got want to talk some. I want to banner about this, you know, we'll talk some NBA for sure, and the Nets check in on them, but, and they're playing right now against this, the hated Celtics, and it looks like they uh, are uh, winning by seven points on my screen, Kyrie at the line, regardless, I want to talk a little wild card round in, in the, the playoffs, that's why I brought up your Cowboys, the Bucks had a pretty shitty season, they only got in the playoffs and are hosting a a playoff game because their whole division, the NFC South, was trash. And they're just the top of the trash heap. And the Cowboys had one of the best records in the NFL. How are the Cowboys going to blow this one to Brady? If, if they are, what's going to happen? They'll figure out a way, for sure. The young, youthful Podnam would like to see a playoff win by the Cowboys and also would like to see their first win against Tom Brady ever, which has never happened. Oh, is that true? Cowboys have never beat Tom Brady. Even in the regular season? 
even in regular season because I mean they don't play that often. So I guess um, they don't play that because he was on. They were in, he was in the different conference for most of his career, obviously. Right. So yeah, they right. Play that often. And then they haven't won a playoff game since two thousand. No, ninety six. Oh no, two thousand. I, I want to say I want to say it's two thousand five, but I could be wrong. And Let it, me try it to could, look that could up. be ninety eight. It could be ninety eight or ninety nine. They haven't won a playoff game on the road. That's what it is. I think it's a playoff game on the road since 90-something. And they haven't won a playoff game. Yeah, they won a home playoff game in 2018. They beat the Seahawks. Yeah, so. on the road, they haven't won a playoff yeah. yeah, that's what it is. And, you know, the one of the epic on-the-road ones was against the this Tony Romo debacle about 13, 13 years ago, maybe? I don't know, something like that. Where you had the, also the, against the where Seahawks. That was a 2006, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. That. yeah, that was hurtful. I think it's going to be up to how well Dak Prescott thinks he actually is versus reality. And I think he is embracing the full I am, that's my quarterback syndrome and wants to be the next Tony Romo. He already beat the, he has more yards now. He just passed Tony Romo. So the only way to surpass him now is with interceptions right so i have a feeling he'll be able to do that the only way the cowboys win this game is if somehow tom brady says eh whatever i don't feel like working anymore and the cowboys pick off their defense plays like an a plus game but i feel like with penalties and dak prescott uh not believing in science all that much it's gonna be it's gonna be hard to beat the bucks at pessimistic all right i mean i kind of but we'll see yeah if i was gonna pop on you know i uh recorded a DraftKings ad where i was really focused on the afc and the wild card around here some good matchups there well maybe good i didn't agree to place any bets on the nfc maybe i still will but uh i don't know i feel like if i do i'm i think i'll take Cowboys probably I just am not inspired by the Tampa Bay team what is the line at right now sir well I had it up and then I put it away I got distracted now I'm looking at all the Cowboys playoff history Uh, you know for example they uh, my Cleveland Browns defeated the Cowboys in the playoffs in 1968 and 69 so that's pretty good good for them what was the year you were born in 1985 is that right 84 Okay, so they did not make the playoffs the year of your birth, but um, the, in the years between and after, your birth was sandwiched by a loss to the LA Rams in 83 in the playoffs and a loss to the Rams in 85 in the playoffs. And that 85 one uh, was 20 zip. They didn't even put a point up. But I'm going to say I think this is going to be more akin to their playoff victory against the Lions back from 2014 uh, which I can't remember the Lions making the playoffs in 2014 I guess they did where the Cowboys won was on the team then yeah he must have been where the Cowboys won 24 to 20 I think that's going to be like what the score the Cowboys are going to defeat the Bucs by because they weren't they haven't been you know uh, lighting it up even though I have a really good record they haven't been lighting it up offensively in a lot of games neither of these teams have so that's what I think. Did you find what the line was? I did not, because I'm now I'm looking at the Bucks themselves as a team, and I, I, I really don't know 
I, I haven't really watched, other than the first week where they played, that's that's the first game they played of the season, uh, both teams. Um, that's when the Bucks won. So, oh, so they did know, play. To beat it, right. Yeah. So, to, uh, they beat them 19-3. Yeah, I kind of remember that now. Well, uh, the line is uh, two and a half. You know, the the boys are giving two and a half points. So basically, Vegas thinks this is going to be like a practically a toss up. I mean, when the home team is getting two and a half points, I don't know. I mean, if we look at some of the other, let's look at the other NFC games. So the NFC East was, they just went off this year. The Akamis are the only team that didn't make it in to the playoffs. The Eagles have a bye. They were the best team in the NFC record-wise. And the Giants mm-hmm. made it in on wild card as well. They are giving, are they are getting three points in Minnesota with Kirk Cousins, by the way. What do you think about them Giants? Big Blue. Big Blue against Vikings. Um, the Big Blue. I mean, Kirk Cousins has always dominated uh nfc east opponents is that true if he's yeah he's been pretty good with uh destroying well he played it for washington for a while obviously right right and start his career in there and people think that that he was a solution to uh, i guess the vikings qb problems and i think he plays well now regardless of if the giants win or not is either of these teams going to be running the gauntlet? Do you think? Do I think? No, I think this team, neither team, will go anywhere beyond whether where they're playing in the Giants. I am going to go for the Vikings because of my hatred of yeah, my brother's team, but I do hate Kirk Cousins too. Yeah, I don't like him. Well, I mean, he he tells me to like that, and I don't like it. You know, I, I don't. Me either. I agree. I don't like it. So, my guess is that the Giants, I, most Giants fans that I know and friends of mine have already said their team is awful, even then they won those games. So they're, but I think they're just against against a Vikings offense. They have a pretty good offense. They're not gonna put up much of a challenge against the Giants defense, really. All right. I mean. I like Danny Dimes and the Giants to take this one. Minnesota chokes in the playoffs a lot across all sports. Um, they're one of the worst uh, city, sports cities, really, for getting uh, your heart stamped on. I kind of like the Giants this year. I don't know. Your, your friends that are f- Giants fans aren't big on the team. They're not uh, confident or anything, you're saying? No, I mean, they can see a team. Like, they've, they're devoted Giants fans. They can tell what a good they know how to talk their football. They can tell what a good Giants championship team is feels like versus one that is just getting lucky with wins when they went six and one. I think earlier in the season, right? And they had a very soft schedule. Uh, I did see that the offensive play of the year is Justin Jefferson of the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, he's been going off. So that must change the line immediately, right? Yeah, he's been great. Probably top receiver going right now, but. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't trust Kirk Cousins or Minnesota in the playoffs. The, yeah, the Gi- Well, I mean, also, not to say the Giants will win the Super Bowl or anything, but the last two times they won, they came in as a, like a six-seed wildcard team. That's so. true. That is true. Yeah. They have the history somewhat. 
the that's a Sunday game. Saturday, the first game in general for this wild card. They weekend. played three weeks ago too. Sorry, they played three weeks oh, ago. In the, the Giants and Vikings. 27, 24, Yeah, in that last minute, uh, like screw over job. I think the Giants fans. Yeah, were. they. That was a good game though. I remember that now. It was close back and forth, and the Vikings eked it out. So could definitely see the opposite of that happening in this. Not like they lost big at all or anything. Yeah, then Seahawks. At Niners, Seahawks kind of wouldn't have expected them to make the playoffs. At least it seems kind of surprising they get. And in the end, Geno Smith leading the way there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Niners have been like the hottest team in the back half of the season, seemingly with bringing in Christian McCaffrey and everything. So they are giving nine and a half points to Seattle. And I, I don't know if I might take – this might just be a blowout off-rep wild card weekend. What do you think? It's a division game, at least, so those usually tend to be yeah. a little closer. But well, they're rivals, right? So it's a yeah. very much uh, big rivals. But they're they're not in the same stages of where they are in their franchises and at the moment. I think the Seahawks will put up maybe a good half, first half maybe, and then mm-hmm. the Niners will just ground and pound and mound and rebound all over them, mm-hmm. a la Rodzilla. <laughs> yeah, I mean. The only, I guess, question mark with the Niners would be as if, like, this Brock Purdy, Mr. Elvin guy, came in. He's been great. But, you know, rookie, low, really the lowest draft pick he can get. The Mr. is irrelevant himself. Maybe he chokes in the playoffs or he's not ready for it in the moment or something. I guess that could be possible, but I'm not betting on that myself. Well, is this the first time a Mr. is irrelevant has opened a playoff weekend? Uh, as starting quarterback? I'm sure it must be. I mean, he was. I know he was the only Mr. Relevant ever to throw a touchdown pass. So, I mean, usually they don't. Usually they're not quarterbacks for one, and usually they're not players that end up doing anything historically. So, yeah, this is a pretty unique situation. Yeah. Do they have any. After they lost their two quarterbacks, like, do we know who's their fourth string and fifth string now for their roster? Good question. If you look that up, it, it does kind of seem like the Niners with Shannon and stuff on this offense, they have, we have McCaffrey, Kittle, Ayuk, like, does they have a, such a great, so many great weapons that maybe the, it's a little plug and play with the, the quarterbacks. Um, like, because I don't love Jimmy and G, but he can get it done with them. Um, we With the Trey, we haven't seen enough yet, but. Um, yeah, who is the backup? Let's see. More importantly... Josh Josh Johnson is apparently back. Oh, Josh Johnson? Big Cock Brock now. Oh. So, long-time journeyman. Well, Big Cock Brock's siblings' names are Chubba Purdy and Whitney with two T's Purdy. So, I mean, Chubba Purdy... Chubba? Wait. Side, C-H-U-B-B-A. Chubba Purdy. Chubba Purdy. Wow. That's probably the element that could really change everything of the NFL playoff trajectory of the Super Bowl, knowing that you have a Chubba on your side. Yeah. Play with Big Cock Brock, right? When you're watched by Chubba, you're getting the W. That's what I would say. <laughs> yeah. Also, if you if, know. <laughs> if Brock gets hurt and then Josh Johnson, Kyle Juszczyk, their fullback from Harvard University, would be the backup at that point, apparently. So. Yeah. Could root for something real crazy to happen. No, I like Brock, though. I like this. Uh, it's a good story, and uh, I kind of like this Niners team. This might be a team I'm uh, 
I'll say mildly rooting for uh, this year. We'll see. It's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to root against. So, like, you've been an AFC fan forever. There's mm-hmm. these NFC teams and fans that are just really, really awful. You know, like the fan yeah. base. I grew up in Connecticut, growing up, and in New York. I had friends that were, you know, from San Fran. 49ers fans are pretty awful to yeah. uh, watch games with. So luckily, I don't have any to watch games with, but. I wouldn't want to check my social media feeds of my friends after this weekend or, you know, to see them just dominating or after a big game. Because I just, I don't know, I'm a hater of the 49ers and I'll continue to hate, 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 hate. Well, that makes sense as a Cowboys fan. You have more uh, antipathy toward the NFC teams. I do for the AFC teams. I don't really see any of them win. I mean, the Jaguars would be interesting maybe. But of the slate to root for here... I'm obviously not going to root for the Chiefs or Eagles either that are... I mean, yeah. Eagles, whatever. I don't have that much problem with them, but obviously not the Chiefs. And then n- none of these other AFC teams. Not Brady, not Cousins. I mean, Giants would be a decent story, I guess. I, I don't know. There, there's not much for me to root for in this playoff, so other than just some good games, which I hope we'll get with the first AFC game also on Saturday. The Le Chargers at the Jags. One of the pod dogs is excited about this matchup over there, it sounds like. <laughs> well, Jaguars are... Did you not know that Jaguars are the mortal enemy of all house pet-owned dogs? I mean, house-owned dogs. House-pet-owned dogs. House-petting dogs. <laughs> dogs, you know, the dogs they get yeah. petted by. They want to charge at them, so they're going to be rooting for L.A., it sounds like. Yeah. Well, yeah, as, as my phone's blowing up and as one of the dogs are talking about this... Now, these Jaguars, 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 they won their division, correct? Uh, They sure did. They defeated the Titans in a win and end game week 18. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you being the NFL aficionado, were they predicted to do well this season? Or was this just a default winning of a shitty division? No, I mean, I think people thought they would be better than last year, you know, and, and that Trevor Lawrence would take some steps forward. There was, there was signs offensively even from last year that they had some pieces. You know, everyone thought the Titans would win the division, and and if Ryan Tannehill hadn't gotten hurt, they probably still would have. But that's what happened. So, you know, and and no one ran away with it in the AFC South. Not as bad as the NFC uh, South, but. Still not a very good division, so you know, I'm not like shocked, but it's a mild, a mild surprise, I think. And they're giving uh two and a half to the visiting Chargers. Now, Chargers again, one of these teams that don't have any home field advantage, really. So playing on the road doesn't really matter t- to them. So that could, I don't know, you know, I, I've said I'm parlaying Jacksonville uh, along with uh, Miami and Cincinnati in the other two games. But this is the close. This is the one that's the toss-up for me. Like, could go either way because in those other two games, you know, as of this record, I think Tua is out against Buffalo. Even if he was in, I don't. it would be a closer game, but I don't mm-hmm. think they would have much chance against the Bills. And uh, Lamar Jackson may or may not play at Cincinnati on Sunday. I'm guessing right now that he's not going to play. It seems to be trending that direction. So, you know, got to gotta go Buffalo and Cincinnati. So I don't think either of those games will be that I mean, maybe the Baltimore-Cincy game, you know. I mean, both those 
The other two games are, again, division matchups, so I'm sure the teams will want to play hard, even despite the playoffs, everything, but I think Cincinnati and Buffalo uh, pretty easily get it done in both of those. So this is the game. This is the AFC game to for the intrigue, uh, the Jacksonville Chargers game. I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on that or any of these other AFC matchups? Well, I mean, I did get to see the Jaguars play in – beating the Cowboys in overtime. That was a really good game to mm. watch, not as a fan, not as a Cowboys fan, but just as a football fan. And I did see something in Trevor Lawrence that that's, that people are believing. I think I could see them make some noise, uh, definitely beat the Chargers, and then go down the line. And who, who would they have to play the winner of either whatever the higher seed or lower seed of the Bengals, Ravens, or... Uh, if it's the Bills, they wouldn't play them, right? Uh, I'm never getting They would play probably the Ravens, Bengals. It's hard to say now because you don't really know yeah. who's going to win. But of the th- what I'm trying to say is of the Ravens, Bengals, uh, Jaguars, Chargers, um, I think the Bengals will be uh, dominating regardless if Lamar Jackson comes. I think Trevor Lawrence will, will uh, take his step towards another elite uh, quarterback isms um, by beating the Chargers in a playoff game, uh, but it's the Bills Mafia uh, Bills with Juicy J, yeah. yeah, Juicy J, um, it, doing its thing. And Project yeah. Pat, for, I almost forgot Project Pat. Oh, they're gonna do it for Hamlin anyway. Yeah, and uh, Tatum fouled shooting a three with nine point eight seconds left in the half with the game tied. Well, that's the update there. Now, now mm-hmm. I'm just going to take a look at that. So, yeah, you like the Jags, Bills, and Bungles as well. Bengals. Right, right, right. And you like the Niners, Vikings, Bucks. Meanwhile, I'm just going with Niners, Giants, Cowboys. Who would you say the best defensive team is within these uh, 12 teams? Well, let me think about it for a hot second. I like the D on both of... In the Cowboys game, both those teams have a pretty good defense. I give the edge to the Cowboys, though. Hmm. I mean, Seattle's D is probably what got them to this playoff situation, even though I don't think it's that great. You know, Buffalo's D has been strong. I don't know. I mean, really, the Ravens have a very good defense, too. That's got them this far as well, but... Whatever the yeah. what the numbers are, I'm not sure. Well, that, that's that's the thing. Fans fans have enjoyed shootouts, and now that there's you know more more penalties protecting offensive players than ever before, it's hard to f- figure out what is a defensive, what identity a defensive team has by lower points versus more takeaways and more, uh, you know, interceptions, more fumbles and more sacks. Yeah. So, exciting defenses definitely. Bills, I would say the Cowboys are there, you know, um, the uh, Niners for sure, um, and those are those are the games that I want to pay attention to as just a, uh, like a normal observer because we can always we can always pull out characters of the quarterback as the face of the team, but like the defense is ultimately going to be the reason when that causes these mistakes of either uh, yeah. Trevor Lawrence, Josh Allen. Uh, so they're gonna disrupt the whole thing, and if if that's my my take on it, if that's my stance on it, 
that means the Cowboys will defense will do something to Brady. Maybe maybe get out the night before, Photoshop a little Instagram of Giselle hooking up with one of the Cowboys players. You know something something really to get into his his head because it, he he is uh, he's uh, untouchable really. You know. Wow. Who I mean who would uh, who would she be with Zeke Elliott or Jerry Jones. Obviously. Oh, Jerry. <laughs> oh man. Also, Jerry Jones revealed to not that's just that surprising anyone, but revealed over the last season to be a definite racist. <laughs> like, was in the picture from like the school integration thing from the fifties or whatever that right. was. So, can't root for right. these cowboys. Sorry. No, I mean, I I am gonna still root for them over the Bucks, but after that, I don't know. Well, part of me wants. Like, if I'm being honest, part of me wants them to lose because Sean Payton's out there, and I hate Mike McCarthy. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. And I, and that would just make... Like, I could actually root... Because it's hard to root... I rooted for Jason Garrett because I just liked Jason Garrett, even though he wasn't, like, a like an all-star coach or anything. But Sean no, Payton has been all. rumored to go back there every single year he's been on the, on the Saints. And every single time that comes up in the rumor mill, I'm like, well, that would be nice to have Sean Payton there. Uh, we'll see if uh, if they're somehow they're able uh-huh. to uh, win. Even when this game, he, there's still a chance that they would lose the next game yeah. and Sean Payton could be I don't know. Let's probably just go to, go to Arizona. It's a win-win something. scenario. The way I'm presenting this right now is a win-win scenario <laughs> for me yeah. if Sean Payton becomes a coach. The Super Bowl for the Cowboys is winning this game because they've never beaten Tom Brady. So that's their Super yeah. Bowl. I'll be okay with just a one and done if they somehow able to pull it off. Yeah, I'm a little more interested in this game now. I didn't know the thing about never being Brady, and they haven't got a road playoff one since the 90s or whatever. So that is that doesn't make it a little more And it's a Monday night game. Yeah, it's the only game yeah. on. And yeah, back to the defenses, though. You're right. Yeah, you're basically right with the ones you said. It looks like season defense overall, 1, 2, and 3, was San Francisco, Buffalo, and Baltimore in that order. Number 4, the Jets did not make it in. Number 5, the Bengals. Number 6, them Cowboys. Yeah, Bengals got a good defense. Yeah, Bengals got a good defense. Yeah. I think the team I... Yeah, you're talking about it, like what what's more exciting versus good. I think the team that I noticed from this year that had the most exciting defense, like the most takeaways and big plays like that, was honestly the Patriots. And they only finished mm-hmm. one, two, three. They're like twelfth or something overall defense didn't make the playoffs. So yeah, yeah. And the Charger of the playoff teams, let's see Vikings are the thirtieth ranked defense total. So that's interesting. Their defense is uh, among most of their teams that didn't make the playoffs. I thought the Seattle's defense was better than it is. They're in the bottom half. Uh, Miami's in the bottom half. Chargers in the bottom half. Giants are technically in the bottom half, I think, right around the middle. So, yeah, I don't know. It's this was kind of a bad year for football, especially the first half of the season, where you're saying like the the things they do for the offensive players, but there still wasn't a lot of great offensive games this year for the most part. Like it was kind of a to me, it seemed like neither offenses or defenses had like a particularly great NFL season. So hmm. this playoff should be interesting. I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe they won't be based on that, but. They theoretically could I think, be. I think they. I think the NFL did a good job with the scheduling because the matinee games. I guess uh, Saturday, four thirty. Was I guess late? If it, if anything, and the Dolphins Bills, you can just kind of skip. 
but the rest of the schedule, I think the the teams are pretty much evenly matched to watch. I think I, I'm looking on my my uh, just the Google setup of it, and they have on the right side on uh, my iPad they have Chargers, Jaguars, Vikings, Giants, Cowboys, Buccaneers. Those are the games I'm probably super excited to see. Um, I do want to watch the Bengals on Sunday on Sunday night too because. I think I want to see what Joe Cool will wear. Like, what will he wear when he gets? Oh, you want to watch the pregame? You want to watch his uh, walk-in, his tunnel walk-in? I mean, his tunnel walk-in is probably the best part of the NFL this season. One of the best parts, (laughs) I would say. What's your prediction? What is he going to be rocking? Well, if it's Sunday night in Cincy, I want to say he's going to be rocking some Birkenstocks. You know, um, on his feet, he'll definitely have some. I want to say long johns on with a little bit of a khaki short on top of that. So you got the long johns going down on top of that, and then and then you're gonna you're gonna put a feather bow like uh, old school wrestling boa like a Hulk Hogan on. Okay, I was on, gonna say, do you mean boa or bow like a bow tie guy or boa? Well, then he also will have the bow tie on top of that. A with, leather with bow tie a... and a feather boa. How about that? <laughs> yes. He'll also have a 10-gallon cowboy hat. So it's going to be up there pretty pretty large. He'll maybe put, I want to say, uh, what kind of marsupial or, or like little critter that could fit what on top of, what? of that what, are you, what was the word you just said? Mar- marsupial? Marsupial? Oh, like marsupial. A marsupial. That's like, a, uh, those are like kangaroos. What <laughs> Oh, is it, so a little kangaroo, a tiny kangaroo, like Rue from one. Not of those a kangaroo hat, no, like an actual kangaroo will be shrunken and put yeah. on top of his hat, uh, just peeking out on the top. So, uh, and he'll he'll be wearing a tank top. Okay, uh, actually, no, he'll be he'll just be it'll just be the feather boa on him. Yeah, no, no, no shirt. Maybe coat though, coat, open shirt with the boa, I think, and the bow tie. What's your prediction for Josh Allen's uh, dress attire? Coming into Buffalo. Coming into Buffalo. Well, cold weather, uh, I would think, would mm-hmm. be obvious for this one. But I think he's going to, despite the cold, he wants to stick it to the rival Miami Dolphins that are coming in. And he's going to be mm-hmm. doing, like, um, Miami Vice, basically. Like, white linen pants, uh, probably mm-hmm. like a salmon shirt. Not open all the way, but like more than half the buttons open, so it's like a billowy V neck. Pectoral, you can see a little. Yeah, little, definitely little pecs popping out. Yeah, yeah. I think also a white hat, um, kind of Cuban style hat with like a tealish, not teal because that's directly Dolphins colors, but maybe like a light blue. So he's gonna troll them a little bit with the yeah. with the style. Okay. Exactly. So would you say this is medium dick energy or fully big dick energy there? I think that's big dick BDE, but not like fully erect BDE, like kind of half chubbed up BDE, yeah. Like stuck between, <laughs> just hiding the shaft a little bit up up there against your stomach. Exactly, there. exactly, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. flipping it up. Okay. Yeah, that's my prediction. So yeah, well, I'm going to enjoy the wild card weekend, hopefully. But listen, this ball banter, we're not only talking one ball. What, how- or dicks, or slongs, yeah. What about them hot swears? And now are they going to take down Arsenal at home on, on a Sunday? Uh, 
Well, I mean, these the Spurs are showing up to be the Spurs regardless of what who the manager is and how much money they spend every year. The Arsenal Gunners, which I think is a very unfair uh, and violent name to have as a team, you know. Who ha- I mean, we had the Washington Bullets. They weren't even a gun, right? They were just a, the part of the gun that goes like you can't you can't yeah. throw a bullet, but you can definitely shoot a gun, right? Mm-hmm. And and knowing that it's going to be a mass a bloody bloody massacre in the North London Derby this Saturday, where the Gunners will destroy the Spurs, probably three hours. Because they have a full arsenal anyway. Yeah, it's just the whole arsenal out there, not not just the one Washington bullet. Conte yelling it passionately with his Italian like pizza uh, off on the pitch there on the side of the pitch is not enough for 2023. I, th- I think we need uh, we need to see this team make uh, on maybe another radic change. Uh, and, and we won't see them play well until maybe Champions League uh, um, well, tomorrow they, year. They also got Man City on a couple of days after that Arsenal match. So that could yeah, be even worse not, for them. No, you might as well kick me in the balls while you're at it. A football with a football. Yeah. All right, well, maybe we'll watch a little uh, action on the pitch. Who takes that the, the Manchester derby home on, uh, on Saturday? United versus City. Uh, Prince Harry does because he has won everything uh, as far as publicity goes for anything related in, in British uh, tone, language, mm-hmm. cadence, culture. Uh, he's won everything. Yeah. Yeah, the, the announcers are probably just talking about him the whole night. Well, as all right. Should. You know, it's it's halftime in the, in the Nets uh, Celtics game. Nets coughed up their lead they had for most of the first half, it looks like, and are down three. What do you think in the second half here, Nam? Well, I mean, they played them really well last their first match of the season. They only lost by a couple buckets, uh, and that was with KD. This team was on their 11-game winning streak, and the Celtics squashed it, but then the Nets put on another streak, uh, and they've been win- Nets have been playing really well defensively. I don't think uh, this. they've been off for three days, since the KD injury, this is the first game TJ Warren is playing. The way this game is going to go down, it will be down, I think, down to the wire. It will take a little bit of luck of either Brown or Tatum missing some shots or hard defense for them Nets to squeeze it out. But I see the Celtics winning again, just narrowly, maybe by a couple bucks again. And that's fine. I'm okay with that because if it takes all their arsenal to uh, beat out uh, this, the Nets without KD, then we'll see how that ends. Well, act. they don't have Brown, though. So. Second time oh, the, oh, yeah, Jalen Brown isn't saying. I meant, I meant, um, I meant smart because he's going to be flopping. He'll be flopping yeah. fantastically. Like, the last three minutes, you know, like, when you play Mario, the second level, where he's just like, like, that's going to be Marcus Smart on the floor playing like he's a nightcrawler, you know, just... Those kind of brute mop pushers, whatever they're called, at the at Barclays are gonna be they're gonna be sweeping a lot of uh, pushing a lot of green hairs off the floor there at the center. Yeah, least, I mean, we saw him out. on the ground on literally the last second of the second half, so he will be on the ground doing whatever it takes. He's lucky Katie's not there because I think, or Katie's maybe lucky he's not there 
um, because Marcus Smart would have taken out his legs probably within the first five minutes anyways because he's good at that. He's, he's good at throwing, throwing that body around. Well, speaking about legs and injuries, uh, breaking news here mid-pod, they have officially announced the Ravens that Lamar Jackson will not play versus them. That should uh, just, yeah, that should solidify our picks that the Bengals win. And Lamar Jackson possibly will not play another game in a Ravens uniform in hell. I would love that myself, being a Browns fan. It's my only real issue with Lamar is that he plays for the Ravens, who I hate. So if he played for, like, an NFC team, I, I could see myself rooting for him. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, Celtics and Nets 1-2. What do you think? For that gamer in general. Yeah. For, for uh, this game? Uh, I feel like the... I prefer the Nets win, obviously. But I kind of feel like the Celtics will edge them out. Yeah. Like, kind of, kind of like... I think it's going to be another... I think the uh, Nets will go on a run again and get a little bit of lead back. And then, kind of similar to the first half. Or what seemed like happened in the first half. Uh, Celtics will creep back, hang around, then go on their own run. And win by three or four points. Yeah. No, but I, I we'll see. We did mention Tatum. And, mm-hmm. you know, it is halfway through the season. Is is it Tatum? Is it Joker? Or is it John Morant as your MVP this season? Man, I mean, my MVP is Donovan Mitchell. But no one's talking about that, I guess. Even I was going to throw Donovan points. Mitchell in there. But 71 points. He broke a lot of barriers there with that 71 point of yeah. game and ma- made NBA old heads hate the NBA because of that 71 point because of lack of defense well yeah and it was an overtime game but anyone to the line a ton but that was the highest scoring game since Kobe's obviously 81 point game in the NBA and the that wasn't the year Kobe won the MVP that he put that up but the year he did win the MVP uh I saw this today like you put up his numbers versus Donovan Mitchell's current numbers, and they're very similar. So I know it's a different era, but I feel like he should be a little more in the conversation. The Jokic thing, I don't know. I feel like he's having another great year. He's maybe a little more deserving of it this year than last year, which I don't think he should have won. So like Embiid should have won, but what are you gonna do? And what what are the options? Morant. Uh, and I mean, I would say KD. KD's in there, but he's not at the same time because if he's, I don't think so. I yeah. think if KD comes back in two weeks, he's still eligible. If he's gone for a month, it's done. Like he's not gonna get the votes. Um, but uh, I I believe that you know KD and Mitchell should be in that conversation. And I said John Morant, Joker, and Tatum, right? So yeah, I guess Tatum's the those... favorite right now. It should be the favorite right now. You know. I would say Tatum is definitely up there, but I think Brown is having such a good of a season this year that they kind of neutralize each other in a way. Like before, Tatum was the force, but Brown has gotten his productivity and efficiency better than Tatum, I think, this year in a lot of things. I I can't look at the numbers now, but I don't care to because that'll just make me infuriating that those two picks were the Nets picks (laughs) and they're Celtics now. Yeah. That is what it is. I think, I think John Morant, you know, uh, this, the Grizzlies are a well-oiled machine, but like, I don't know. John Morant, there hasn't been a guard like that since AI that just, like, goes to the hole and, and takes all the contact and produces uh, the way he does. So I would like to see John Morant get the, the MVP. I do think 
Joker as MVP because yeah. the way he plays, uh, the, the biggest stat, the most, I don't know, not biggest stat, the most craziest stat I saw was he has, of all like top 25 offensive players, he has the less possession time than any of them by like nine seconds. Interesting. Meaning, meaning like, and he's like top three in assists, I think, right? So, meaning his pass and shooting decisions are so quick that science, not even, not even Loki or anyone in the <laughs> multiverse, could stop the Joker uh, from doing what he does. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you're waiting to get that one in. No, I would not be upset at all if Morant won the MVP. I I feel like I haven't heard that many people talking. That's a fan his name, honestly. But yeah, I don't know. Memphis doesn't get any airplay, so therefore, it's hard yeah. for if John Morant was on the Cavs, even or even the Sixers or any, anything. I think he definitely would be. Also, not to just keep banging the Diamond Mitchell train and being a homer about it, but he does, like you said, Morant is like. You know, taking it to the rack aggressively like that. Mitchell does that as well. I said, I think. Yeah, but he doesn't have the identity of a Cav yet, right? He we, it's not about stats. Is when it comes to MVP all the time, and I think that's why Mitchell won't get that, that credit because yeah, you have these stories of Joker doing things, changing the way the game is played. You have John Morant being on the Grizzlies forever. He has an identity. Mitchell is a great player. Uh, he. He's the fact that he is playing so well with other good offensive players on his team and still producing. I think and picking up for get and being the guy. I mean, he's the guy. Like he he's right. takes over. You know, you didn't know how that would play out. Yeah, you wouldn't know. You didn't think I I wasn't sure if Donovan Mitchell would be the guy because of Darius Garland. You know, but yes. So good, good on him. And he's also best friends with uh, Royce O'Neal. You know. So that's that's important to reference as I see Rose O'Neill try to uh, <laughs> is it, is it important? block a shot here. It's very important. They talk every day. So you could say Royce O'Neill is assistant MVP to Donovan Mitchell as his best friend, BFF. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, it's a conversation well, that will continue for the rest of the NBA season. We'll definitely be back out at you soon with a full NBA episode, talk a lot more Nets and everything like that coming up soon hopefully but uh i think we can uh close up the you know it's 5 49 p.m p s t i wait did someone take my no i still know where my balls are and i also you know we want to we want to watch the uh last quarter and a half of the celtics uh nets match so where the nets have now retaken the lead so i think we could wrap this one up now what do you say I would say so because Royce, the five nine O'Neal, just dropped a tray in sixty five sixty six. So let's go Nets get this W. You know I had tickets to this game, but I I heard it was gonna rain. So <laughs> in the arena, you thought it was gonna. Rain? Yeah, I thought I thought it was gonna get wet in there. Yeah, because Marcus Smart, you know, he's just gonna be yeah. sweating and he's gonna be sweating on the ground. But yeah, uh, yeah hopefully for you. Uh... Warren and the and the rest of the boys will make it wet with some of these jumpers. Wet indeed. All right, good show by you, Padre. Good show by you, Nami. Peace. Peace. Pod Boys Productions.